ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raider State Podcast. I have a special treat for you guys. Uh, we are on higher alert at UPS right now. So from here on out, until we get this contract that we deserve, it's going to be UPSers nonstop coming in and showing force to Carol Tomei and her goons. Okay, so uh, it's Thursday night. Today's date is thursday june 29th we are a couple days out from fourth of july i guess you can call it fourth of july weekend you guys know that fourth of july is my favorite time of year all three of my kids are born in july july 8th july 22nd and july 25th so july is a big uh big month for me you know i've always liked fireworks and shout out to ken crawl who's just on my show uh it was an honor to have him on the show that podcast went, went pretty good I think is one of the highest uh, highest turnouts of uh, listeners for that. So, uh, yeah, it's a big month. I'm going to be working a fireworks stand uh, for a couple days. I'm excited to do that for my son's uh, football team, high school football team. Uh, Congratulations, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, I got that shit, man. For, yeah, they're recruiting me now. I told them you want me to t- want me to coach. It's going to be a thousand dollars a season. You know, okay, I'll go okay. in there and, and and teach the kids the fundamentals and. You know, win championships. So it'd be it'd be a thousand dollars to coach, and then uh, a thousand another thousand if we win a championship. So okay. we'll see, we'll see if that happens, man. But yeah, if you guys for info real quick on the podcast, if you guys want to be a guest, uh, you want to be an advertiser or a sponsor, you can get a hold of me at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook dot com. That is the Raider and the Saint at Outlook dot com. Uh, Shout outs. I want to give a shout out to, I haven't done this in a while, Wimpy's Pawn Shop. Uh, if you're looking to buy, sell, or trade, especially nowadays, uh, a lot of, if we go on strike, man, if you're, you're going to need cash uh, or you're going to need you need a loan, uh, hit up Wendy, Wimpy's Pawn Shop. Let them know that uh, Gaxiola sent you. Uh, also, Main Pawn Shop as well. Main Pawn Shop is located in Baldwin Park, and Wimpy's Pawn Shop is located in Azusa, California. Uh, they're owned by the same uh, family, uh, which is my cousin and my primos and all of them. So uh, shout out to them. I went golfing earlier this morning with my cousin Daniel. Uh, shout out to him as well. Uh, you know, it's cool catching up with you. I haven't talked to you in a while. 
So it was cool to get out there this morning, 5 in the morning, and golf. It was chill. I haven't been out on the course in a while. My back felt good. Everything felt really, really nice. So they, it was cool. So shout out to them. If you guys, uh, we're going to get into the strike really, really quick, as, as I can imagine. Uh, but we, uh, it's going to go some tough times. But let me introduce my guest. My guest over here sitting across from me is Kevin Garcia. Kevin Garcia is a UPS driver out of Irvine Center in Laguna, California. He's been at the company for nine years, and he's been a driver for six years. Going on five. Five years. Five Going years. Five. My, my apologies. Five years. Uh, he was a shop steward for three years, and he's here on the show. We want to talk about uh, what's going on with, with UPS to strike. Uh, but before we even get to that, Kevin, won't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? So uh, Kevin Garcia, you know, like you said, I've uh, been with the company for about nine years. Uh, I've been driving for about five out of Irvine Center. I've uh, been around, you know. I've, I've jumped from hub to hub, you know, when, when COVID hit and they were loaning guys out. Ironically, the only hub I haven't been to is Anaheim, but uh, other than that, you know, it's pretty basic everywhere. You know, you uh, go out and deliver packages. I mean, there ain't much to it, you know. Um, but yeah, man, UPS, it's it's a great job, but unfortunately, uh, you know. What made you get What made you uh, get involved with UPS? Uh, I was working a warehouse gig, and... Uh, started looking around for warehouses and I saw UPS, you know, warehouse, mm -hmm. and I applied. Uh, knew nothing about the union, knew nothing about what drivers made, did, had no clue. Uh, I still remember going on there and uh, remember where, where I was at when, when I first learned what, what the drivers were making, all the benefits, all the perks. To me, it was just, hey, you know, warehouse job and uh, go from there. Well, warehouse did you work at? What city was it in? Uh, I was in Mission Viejo. I was working for a guy doing uh, wholesale T-shirts. We'd sell, you know, shirts by the dozens. Oh, you got still got the hookup or what? I can try making a phone call. But I gotta make. I gotta start making shirts. Everybody's been asking for shirts. I gotta, I gotta take this podcast to the next level. So I want to start making shirts. Start selling shirts and, and support of a, taught me uh, continue to grow this podcast. You right. know, everything is uh, self-funded. You know. Uh, but now I, I, I'm ready to take it to the next level. It's tough when you start something on your own. You're on this journey on your own. But it's amazing to see your friends come together when you need them the most to come in on the show and, and, and give you support whenever whenever you need, man. So, yeah, if you could, man. That'd, yeah, that'd be cool, I'll make man. a few phone calls, see what I can do. Where's your route at? I mean, what My kind of route, route you have? So uh, I, got, I got a route across the street from the Irvine Spectrum. I got all those high risers that you can see off the, uh, Are they the 405. Are they four stars or five? The high, uh, the high risers. Oh no, the high risers. The high no, risers. Th those are about fifteen, about fifteen uh, floors. Some of them are twenty floors. Uh, I got, I got a couple of those, and then I got, I got a uh, four-story apartments. Oof. All elevators. I got oh, okay. Lockers and elevators. I baby. when I got when I was a when because I, I I was a cover driver for six months, and then I became full time. Right. Uh, Two thousand four, and when. Uh, it, it, you were still bouncing around. I was getting lent out to Laguna, and I used to go to Laguna all the time. And I used to fucking drag my ass to get over there, dude, because you'd go in the, in the hub at 8.30, you know, and they're like, oh, you need to report to Laguna. So I'd fucking go have breakfast. I'd get there at fucking 10.30, close to 11, and they would still have the fucking air. They, hey, here's the keys, dude. Have a good time. And you, <laughs> you, you, there's no fucking maps or anything. You have your Thomas guide, and you got to go through your fucking Thomas guide. And where the fuck, dude? But I, I still remember those memories, and I, I 
man, it were, there were so it was such a, a a journey and just and just being out there and doing new routes. Now it's like I'm excited to do new routes to get out there and and explore it and meet new people. Uh, back then, yeah, you were nervous because like it starts getting dark, you start getting nervous. Right. You used to look, you're delivering to someone's house and you're seeing them fucking having dinner at the dinner table laughing <laughs> the tv's on the basketball games on or some or monday night football and you're sitting there fucking delivering their packages dude it's like what the fuck trying to figure out the map where you're yeah, at yeah dude and when it got dark yeah dark you're like what the fuck how do i read this yeah. you're trying to trying to turn on the light and the yeah. cap but then you would start getting the hang on you would know everything was right turns so you would see the street you'd get to that street and then the next street on your board you'd okay it's right up here and you start learning but the one where I, route I did, it was across. It was across the street on uh, Jamboree. So it was like, uh, what is it, the Tested Marketplace and the Irvine Marketplace? Okay. So the Irvine Marketplace, there was a section over there. There was apartments, but there were five fucking stories on the Tustin side. Everything's three. Right. Everything's three. There's no four or five. But on the Irvine side, their apartment complexes. Was fucking five stories, dog. Right behind the target, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big. It was. I was in there for two hours, dog. It was like a city within a city. Yeah. And I remember it was summertime, and I'm running these fucking stairs, dude. I was in there for about an hour, bro, just bouncing around because we have the same concept on the other side. We got right. the Robinsons. Uh, that's one of them. But Champions, those are three stories. Uh, but man, I go over there. It was five or was it four? I think it was five. You know what? I've I've never done. It might those. be it might be four. I it might be over exaggerating. So sorry about that. But it it was, it was no elevators, dude. Yeah, no elevators. Yeah. I mean, they got lockers, but they're limited, is what I've and heard. And it gets fucking hot up there. People yeah. understand in that part of Tustin because I I'm my old route. I was off of Red Hill. I don't know if you're familiar okay. with, the, with Tustin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was off of Red Hill, Newport, Irvine. But as you get towards moving moving south, going up towards the Tustin Hills and all that, it gets fucking hot during the summer, dude. And then over there in Irvine side, it, it's fucking hot. For some reason, it's just dead heat right there. You don't really get that nice little breeze coming in. No. See where I'm at, I get that nice little breeze coming in from the ocean. Oh, you do? Yeah, I get that nice little. Oh, yeah, you're closer to the yeah, ocean I'm, right I'm closer there. to the ocean, yeah. So, I mean, you get that nice little breeze coming in, you know, you get the elevators, the whole nine yards. So I'm not really out in the sun too, too much, but it, it can get hot, you know. What is that, the road that you could take? It's the, it's the, it's not the toll road, but it's, because when I would have to go to uh, Laguna, it's that one. Is it the 73? You can take the 73, you know. The you 73 can, goes through the little, little canyon areas. Correct. And then if you take that, that will take you all the way to Laguna, right? The ocean? Correct. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not too far. It's not, yeah, it's the, the not hub, too bad. How far is the hub from the ocean? Uh, I don't know. A couple, you know, I'd say, what, 10 miles maybe? It's not too bad. I mean, you, you get the nice little breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Laguna. I don't know, man. I've always been. I, Laguna, I have respect mm -hmm. for Laguna, man. But I don't know, man. It's it's different over there compared to Anaheim. I've heard. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've always tried to figure it out. I don't know what it is. But it's 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 a different it's a different vibe. It's not a bad vibe. It's, right. it's a different vibe. Uh, you know, it could be the areas you guys do. You guys got really nice areas. I mean, you guys don't have any like bad areas or ghetto areas, huh? I mean, it depends who you ask. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I lived in L.A. So for me, when you say that's it's ghetto, I mean the yeah. areas I people call ghetto. I, yeah. To me, it ain't it ain't too bad. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah, because we, we're, you know, we're from, we're Santa Ana, you know. Right. Uh, I, I've been in Santa Ana my, my whole career, obviously Tustin too, Fountain Valley, other places, but that Santa Ana, you know, it, it, it is a beautiful city though, but there are their bad, their, their bad areas. Uh, not as bad as it used to be, but if you compare it to like anything in the Laguna building has to offer, it's like night and day. Yeah. And so I don't know if, the, if, if that rubs on the drivers and it got a little bit adds a little bit of grit to them you know because you would got to be on your pzqs or out there but also there there's been people that, that have gotten robbed at, at 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 gunpoint in irvine you know over 30 years ago yeah yeah i mean you i know. i i uh i was doing a route a little more than a year ago mm-hmm. and uh you know i was lighting my stuff up and uh came back to the truck it, it was it was uh off el toro so you got all that little shopping center yeah and uh, i come back and you got two packages missing for the verizon and oh they did that to you yeah too? they busted they did open that the to truck. my boy yeah my boy my boy jason uh he has a route in orange okay by the main place mall yeah he, he, it was happening every day it was happening every day and he's he's one of my friends one of my best friends i Went to high school. We all went to high school together. He's older than me, but we, I went to high school uh, with the sister, the young, the younger kids, you know, uh, my age. But it was happening to him too, and he had to go. He went on stress leave because the company wasn't doing anything about it. He goes, "Well, what happens if I'm in the car and he comes up and he pulls a gun on me? Like, what, what do you want me to do?" So he ended up going on stress leave, and before he went on stress leave. He was telling me it was happening before his next day airs. Oh, shit. He goes, I was doing my next day airs, and they come out, and then my car, my door was busted open. Like, it was it, it was closed, but you can tell somebody messed with it. So they had a way to get in. So they ended up putting a double lock. But even before that, I had the day off from work, right? And I'm getting on the, the 5 to the 22. I'm with my wife, right? I'm in my Highlander. It's an all-wheel drive. And so we we go we head out towards uh, Santa Ana. We had to go run an errand. And I come back. It's about ten o'clock, and I'm thinking I'm driving by the on the twenty two again. And and he wasn't working that day, but it was a cover driver. And I says, you know what? Let me just get off. Let me just see if I could find the driver and just look around. Swear to God, bro. I'm driving right. I'm driving, and it, it, I know the area where where he delivers. And I'm driving. I see the truck, right? The brown truck, right? UPS truck. I bust up. I said, "Well, there he is," and I bust a bitch. And as I bust a bitch and turn in, I see a black fucking truck following him. I go, "That's so." Then, so then he parks, and then the black car goes around him, and he's going this way, and I'm coming this way. And I look at him, and he's got his windows tinted. He's driving a a Ford Taurus, those ones that have uh, the turbo charge okay. in it, charger in it, so they're pretty quick. Uh, the show, the 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 Ford Taurus show, and those ones have like twin turbos and shit. And they're really fast. My, one of my coworkers has one of them, one of them. So I'm driving. I'm looking. I went. I go. That's the motherfucker right there. He looked at me and I looked at him, and he so he backs in. So he gets in front of the UPS truck. He backs into a parking spot. Now I go behind the UPS truck. I back in so I can see him and he sees me. So I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and all of a sudden he peels out. He knew and you had I him. Fucking, so then I fucking, well, I didn't pill out. I was in a Highlander. Right, right, Mustang, right. dog. So I'm fucking chasing him. He's gone, bro. I put my shit in sport mode. 
It didn't do nothing, dude. He was gone. He jumped on the 22, fucking boom, and took the 55. Or catch trying to catch him. He was gone, dude. And this was before it was a bought a year. I think it was a year ago. It was Labor Day. Uh, or it was in September. What is that? That's Labor Day, right? Yeah, it's Labor Day. It was a Labor Day weekend. It was a Friday. So I called, you know, I called the supervisor. I called everyone, told him, I go, hey, I caught this fucker, you know. I, I sent him the video and everything. Uh, and Because as I'm chasing the dude in the car, the driver's coming out. And I go, hey, that's the fucker right there. And he goes, what? He's running after the car, the driver. He's running after the car. <laughs> so we fucking, it was a big old thing. So. I'm thinking he's not going to try it again. Sure enough, Monday he fucking gets my homie, dude. He fucking gets him. He get, Same he takes, car? Uh, well, yeah, we didn't. You didn't see it. I yeah, didn't yeah. go. I was working. He, you know, So he's back on the route, and, yeah, they, they got him again. So it happened for a while, and they, weren't, they put cameras in, and, and it didn't work. So I don't know if it was an inside job or what, but, um, yeah. It, 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 and so they ended up getting, like, the big old double locks. Right. Uh, he had to have a special key, and so uh, uh, I don't know if the guy still. I think I think he still comes around, but it, it stopped for a while. But it happened to you too, though. Yeah, it happened to me. How many times? Uh, it happened just that once. Oh, just one time. Just that one time, and then uh, I got the route that I have now, and uh, the guy that started doing the route. What? Yeah. Yeah, the guy, the guy that started doing the route after I, I got the route I have now, he got hit twice. Mm. And uh, they went as far as, I don't know why, but he had his, his wallet in the back. They went in there and they took his cash out. Oh, they took his wallet yeah, too? Yeah, they took Mother his wallet. Fuckers, dude. So they did that, and now now they got a double double lock. Yeah, like I'd fucking saying. shoot a motherfucker if I caught him, dude. Blow one right in his fucking chest, dude. You fucking loser. Get a fucking job, dude. That shit, I hate thieves, dude. That's the one thing I hate is fucking thieves, dude. Just earn your shit, dude. Yeah. Just f- and he had the nerve to go through the fucking driver's wall and take his fucking cash, Took dude. Took his cash. If I caught a motherfucker, bro, I, I, I'd probably be in jail, dude. It's going to get bad. I'm going to choke the motherfucker out, though. <laughs> fucking rip his fucking neck, dude. Well, what, what, what I started doing is, you know what? I, I started locking the doors. I started locking the doors. and uh, Oh, you can lock them, huh? You can lock them, yeah. With what key? It's always the fob. No, 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 no. So, so you lock your bulkhead door, you know, as normal, and then your sliding doors. There's a little pin on the bottom, and if you push that up, once the door's closed, you can't open it from the outside. So you just close them up, you know, reach over, pop the little lock, and uh, close the sliding glass. Just don't let well, you know. Maybe you shouldn't don't click say it. that. Well, yeah, so maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> I didn't know there was a. Yeah, you can lock the sliding Do doors. Do you know that? I didn't know there was a pin. Yeah, there's like a little. Well, you pin could always, but uh, but you could close your windows. You don't have to do it that way. You could just do your fob and go through the back way. Open up the back Correct. door. Correct. You can do that and as that's well. That's probably well. Fuck. I would do that, dude. I mean, it, it would take more time, but fuck it, dude. I don't want nobody breaking in my fucking car, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they, they they that's what I started doing, you know. And there's on, a fucking pin, so you underneath. can't. So you would have to, if he had the window, should they would have to break the window. They'd have to break the window, or you'd have to walk into the back. Sometimes those doors are hard to fucking open, even from that side. Yeah, well, both both sides they they lock up. Because like I would just shut the doors, both of the sliding doors, and then poof, and then after that, just so that they think I locked it. Yeah. I mean, if you wanna you wanna go extreme, you know, get a get one of those Christmas locks and throw on the back back door with the chain. 
I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do like Home Alone, dog. When they fucking open the door, a flamethrower is gonna fl- flame their face. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, cause we'd be oh, he's, he's gonna shoot me. Fuck that, dude. And these laws in California fucking suck too, dude. You can't even defend yourself. And you see what's going on in San Francisco? They're constantly breaking in the fucking cars, and just stealing people's shit. It's like, dude, just. I don't know, man. These laws and the, the DAs, no prosecution. But if it's someone like us with money, we're going to get prosecuted right. to the fullest and have to pay. But these guys, these, these, I don't get it, dude. I might as well just start going to the market and just throwing everything in my cart, dude, and just walking out, too. It's crazy. We can't even defend ourselves. You can't defend yourself, and then you got to think about it uh, as a, from business perspective. If you're the business owner, what, what incentive do you have to start your business in California? Mm-hmm. You know, they complain about how uh, all these corporations are going out of state. Well, I'm not trying to be pro pro company here, but mm-hmm. I mean, when when you're handcuffing the business owners, because it happens to everybody, whether whether it's a big corporation or whether it's a mom and pop shop, you know, you can't go out there and defend your your business. You know, the, mm-hmm. the guys taking, you know, doing a cash grab. Well, well, I think I think it's easier to get to conceal weapon. I know my, my I know. I got, I know people close to me that have them. Right. Uh, I, I'm definitely gonna get mine too. Uh, to be able to carry it around uh, nowadays, and I think that's the best way for it, dude. Because you get in that situation, dude. Like, hey, he pulled this, but that I had to defend myself. And and the the California laws have gotten lenient. It just takes time. I think it takes about nine months. Matter of fact, I gotta do mine. Now that I'm off work, I should be. Able, I should, I gotta be able to. I could get the process going. Because uh, that's one thing we should have put in the negotiations that, that every UPS driver should be able to uh, carry to protect themselves. Right. Because it's getting worse. I can't imagine in L.A., dude, how bad it is, dude. Can't even leave your car for a second, dude. You see those videos of the Amazon driver? Fucking over 100 people are swarming him and just fucking taking all just his taking shit, taking all their dude. shit. He just gets out of the car and runs like that. You know what? Actually, uh, I had a situation uh so uh, when we were being lo- loaned out to other other hubs, we were out in uh, was it Compton, mm-hmm. and one of the guys that went out there. I mean, it didn't happen directly to me, but he says that he he was at a red light. He had his phone in the cup holder with the GPS on. Mm-hmm. This is before we had the cradles, mm-hmm. and uh, some guy gets out of his car at a red light and tries snatching his phone from the cup holder at a red light. Dude, I was in Santa Ana. I was off of King Street and Seventeenth. It was an apartment com- complex, ghetto, just fucking ghetto. And this was back when uh, there was no power steering. It was stick shit. Right. It was Artist Dixon's route. He used to play football for Cal State Fullerton when Ful- Cal State Fullerton had a football team. And he was a cool, cool black dude, really cool. And his he had a nice route. It was about 100, 120 stops, 130. Pickups were kind of heavy, but you could get it done. So I'm in this apartment complex. I leave my phone. In the cup holder, right? So I'm delivering. I'm in the hand cart. I'm going through the apartment complex. It's like A A through Z. And then like A's, uh, you know, uh, one, two, three, four. So every building is about four four apartments. So I'm delivering. And all of a sudden, I just get this gut-wrenching feeling in my stomach, dude. Like, oh, fuck. My phone's in the... So I hurried up. I ran. I delivered the rest of it. Then I came back to the car, and it was fucking gone, dude. Fuck. I was so fucking pissed, dude. 
I went, I called the number, and the guy kept answering. It's speaking to Hola, ¿qué pasó? Esa? And I'm like, hey, dog, you got my phone. I'll give you 100 bucks, you know? Yeah, yeah. And no, dude, he kept hanging out, hanging out. Next thing you know, it's just it, it was just going straight to voicemail. I was so pissed, dude. This is when I had, this is when the pay phones were still around. So I had to go to the pay phone and fucking call Verizon. Or I called, I think called my lady. And then I called uh, Verizon. I didn't know how I had Verizon's number. And I fucking, uh, you know, got it canceled or everything. But, man, I mean, at least I didn't have all my information that I have now on my phone. Right. But I was pissed. Ever since then, I would never go in that place again. I'd fuck Because everything's gated. So unless you jump the fence to open up the gate, I stopped doing it. I go, fuck these motherfuckers, dude. I never I never delivered. I just put no access because I didn't have access. Right. But, yeah, I know. Like, fuck, dude. They try to j- take your phone? Like well, that? not mine. That, oh, that other. Yeah, one of the other guys out of my center. They, yeah, he red lights. Them, tried snatching it. I don't know what he did, but he ended up keeping his phone and uh, – I think UPS should, at least we add this on the contract. UPS should pay everyone to fucking take jujitsu classes too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Little judo chop, you yeah. know. Yeah. Also, testosterone, HGH. They should fucking be juicing us up, dude, to keep us in shape, dude. Invest in us. Just to get us all, you know, worked yeah. up. Yeah, dude. They should, but they don't, dude. We're just fucking batteries to them. We're just pieces of fucking mierda to them, dude. While all these investors. Make millions of dollars off of us, man. And we're, we're sitting here, dude. You, you had back surgery, right? Yeah, I had back and surgery. That, is that because of work or is it just... No comment. No comment. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, what, what, where was your surgery at? Because I got a bad back So I, I ended up uh, ended up getting a level 1 fusion, L5-S1. I was supposed to get an artificial disc. Once I went in there, uh, they opened me up and... Uh, it, Here's the thing. You, you don't you don't want surgery to go too bad, but you don't want it to go too smooth either. If it's too smooth, you got an issue. And uh, sure enough, I had a cracked vertebrae, so I wasn't able to get a, a level one. Uh, the, the artificial disc ended up getting a level one fusion instead. Uh, my uh, my doctor, my surgeon, great surgeon, he uh, did a very conservative approach to it. I don't actually have the metal rods that go down your your back on your spine. All I have is a little spacer with three screws. And it all came in through the front, you know. They move all your Are organs your belly out. Button? Just beneath, just beneath. beneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. I mean, I, I, night and day difference. I'd do it again. Um, I got my conspiracies as to why it happened. Um, I had back problems as it is, mm-hmm. and uh, in order to get a artificial disc, it's deemed experimental. So the insurance makes you jump through hoops, and I ended up getting steroid shots in the back, the whole nine yards. So I, I remember when I started getting those shots, uh, there was a lot of inflammation in the back. And uh, as I progressed, the doctor kept saying, well, the inflammation is going away. Well, when you got a bulge disc, that inflammation, that's, what I have. that's your cushion. So when that cushion disappeared, it's bone on bone, which could have led to the crack. So if, if inflammation was good then that you had? Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, it, 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 it acted as a, as a cushion. As a cushion. Right. And that's the other drawback from those steroids that it weakens the actual bone. Yeah, I've I, I've had back problems for a very long time. Uh, like I've been with UPS for over t- for 25 years. I started as a loader, pick off, twisting and turning, and then being a driver. It's a lot of wear and tear in your body. People that don't drive, 
don't understand it. It's a wear and tear. It's like playing a, a tackle football game every day. I used to play f- football, okay, and after the game, you're you're fucking sore, and you're young. You're 14, 15, and you're sore for a whole week. You're barely recuperating. So I can only imagine what the college players are going through, NFL players week in and week out getting getting banged up. We're getting banged up every fucking day. Right. And I, I started this podcast because I, I got addicted to pills, dude. And I wanted to help people. And I got clean. I got, I got clean. I got off of everything. And it's one of the, the main issues with back problems is now they just want to give you fucking pills. Pills. When I was seeing the orthopedic doctor specialist from UPS, I was a good guy, you know, but it was always acting up. It was always acting up. It was it take one bend wrong to grab a package and you're fucking back shot. And it would be shot for a, a day where you can't you're, you're just you can't walk for a day. Then it became two. Then it became three. Then it became a week, then two weeks in a whole month. Like right now, I'm sitting here and telling you my back is fucking it. It it, it hurts, but you learn to deal with it. And that's me jogging and stretching and do what I can. It's something that I have to deal with. My L6 and L7, uh, have, they're herniated. Okay. But they're real small. But this is fucking 15 years ago. Right. So it could probably be bigger now. So I have to be careful with certain things I do. Like, I can't play golf in, as much anymore. I used to play golf every weekend, sometimes twice in a, in a week. I can't do that anymore because if I do, my back's fucking stiff. And then uh, when I sit too long, it gets even more stiffer. And so, uh, you know, I, but, yeah. You know what always aggravated, aggravated mine? It was the uh, the electric hybrid trucks. I hate those fucking things, dude. Those things would always fuck my back up. After a ride, I'd just be like, yeah, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, those things suck, dude. But, damn, you had to have surgery, man. Yeah, I mean, it... it it was quick, man. I mean, they they get you walking. Do they give the, you pain pills too? They give you pain pills. You know, they uh, give you pain pills, muscle relaxers. Mm. You know, and, uh, and stool I hate softeners. Those. Oh yeah, stool <laughs> softeners. Yeah, because uh, the what uh, kind of what kind of uh, opiate opiates were they giving you? Uh, Just well, playing Norco's. They were giving me Norco's. They were giving me Percocets. We were getting perks. Huh? I was getting perks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the hardcore shit's the oxys, the 30 milligrams, and then I think it's the 80s and the 120s. Uh, but at least you didn't get into, into those. Those are fucking just straight straight opiates because the the perks and the, and the narcos they have uh, Tylenol in it. Right. You know, but you, once you once you get straight to the straight fucking the roxys, dude, it's game over, dude. I know people, you know, family members. That kept having back surgery, back surgeries, and it was always in pain, always in pain. And this motherfucker would take a hundred, a hundred Norcals a day, dude. And now he's all shot out. He's at, he's at home. He can't even get out of bed. He's, uh, he's on canes, and he's constantly in pain. But he doesn't realize it was, it was the pills that caused that pain even more, because your body's craving, craving that now. Right. You know, we have natural systems built in us to deal with pain. And when you start taking these type of pills, your your body stops responding to to create these uh, uh what is it? Not cortisones. Uh, so there's a proper term for what the, what it produces, but it, your body produces something to help you deal with pain. 
And so your, your, you your body to... kind of regenerates itself as well. All oh, those yeah, nerves. your body heals yeah. over time. Yeah, but... Taking all that stuff, it just puts a Band-Aid on it. You're just masking the pain. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. When... Yeah, so me, as in my career, I've always had to bounce around. Like, as much as I would like to do a freight route, my back won't last anymore. Maybe a day or two. And after that, my back's fucking sore and stiff. Stretching and therapeutics. It stre- it, it, it's, just, it's part of getting old. Yeah. So now I had a nice Wally run. It was nice. I just gave that up. Uh, it was four deliveries, maybe between four and six deliveries, all T-shirt factories. And then I had four pickups and it was all pallets so i was like call myself baby feeder problem was <laughs> i fucking i was at 185 and then when i took the route i blew up to about 250 and i didn't realize it you right. know my brother passed away obviously he passed away i was drinking a lot uh and i wasn't moving a lot so uh you know i, I had fucking heart failure and i'm getting heart failure in december it's past december and so uh i've been rehabilitating and working my way back to strength and and uh it's a long journey but I'm, I'm doing it and i'm I'm happy and with my progress doctor says my heart should be fully functioned again my heart was only pumping at 10 percent. oh shit and so uh it was uh they they said it could have been the virus it could have been a lot of things you know i think i think it was just a lot of things of what happened with my brother my parents what we went through covid a lot of stress you know with, with that um but i made that full recovery uh uh my heart strength went back up to about 40 percent uh the next echocardiogram i do i should be at about 50 which is the normal rate between 50 and 60 is the normal rate your heart should be doing but now it's it's heart disease right i got a heart it's heart disease i had myocarditis he said i had heart failure myocarditis so my heart was enlarged uh and so it, it leads to like like heart disease runs in the fam- my family uh, genetics genetically right and then i have uh diabetes and all that stuff so uh it was a wake-up call i'm only 42 dude right I'm gonna be 43 in august so been dealing with that and then so i gave up so i gave up the wally run i says i need to move more i need to start walking more i noticed on my old route before that i was in tustin i was doing a lot of walking i was walking about 11 miles 12 miles a day so uh i got a new route a driver retired i got a nice all resi route in tustin not in the hills where I got to walk up fucking flights of stairs. Right. It's more of the flatlands and stuff. So I, I got that route. I'm excited uh, to go back to work. I'll be back to work September 1st. But I took that route. Uh, I'm excited to start moving again, getting back out there. The only problem is I heard there's no reception. Yeah. No reception? Yeah, up there are the Tustin uh, Peterson's route or my route now? But I think I have Spectrum. I think if I log into Spectrum, I can use Spectrum's Wi-Fi out there. Okay. I think I'm going to have to figure that. Because, yeah, I'm going to have to be on the phone willing and dealing trying to get people on the show. But, yeah, your back, the back, dude, fuck, surgery and all that. How's your back doing now? I mean, I feel amazing, you know. And how long ago did you have the surgery? Uh, October of this past year. Okay. So it hasn't even we- been a year. I was out for about, uh, what was it, like four months, four or five okay. months. All right. So it was it was a quick quick recovery, you know, and uh, I feel amazing. You know, I do a lot of stretches, a lot of a lot of things to just make sure that you uh, want to maintain the healing process, and you want to make sure because uh, the next to go would be the next the next disc up. 
So you got to make sure you're doing everything the right way. And it really changes your lifestyle. It changes the way you do things. It changes the way your your whole mechanisms. And, and uh, you're, you know, kind of gives you that sense that, hey, you are, you are, you know, destructible. You're not necessarily invincible. You know, you feel yeah. young. You feel like, hey, you know, I'm, you know. As a, as a Hispanic man, you know, I'm, I happen to be Mexican. You know, you always yeah. feel that macho-ness. Of, oh, no, yeah. I can do it without any Shit. help. And not no Until more. you can't fucking get out of the bed for yep. two weeks, laying in bed. Every movement, your fucking back starts spazzing yep. him. You start crying, dude. It doesn't matter. The pills, you can get oxys all day long. It still won't matter, dude. Back, your back is just, it's, man, it's just. It's shot. Yeah, it, it's shot, dude. So, yeah, I've been bouncing around routes and. Uh, I got a nice route and just I'm trying to limp. Yeah, I could go to feeder, dude, but I'll blow up to like 500 pounds, dude. I could easily be 500 pounds. I love to eat, dude. I love the barbecue. I love to go out and, and, and enjoy good good meals. I try out new restaurants with the family and, and get some beers, relax. Uh, but shh, you got you got to take care of your your health, dude. And uh, we, as as a driver, I've had it pretty 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 good. You know, uh, as you get more seniority and you grow the company, you you, you got to, you get some things. You gotta you gotta work for it though. You gotta earn it. You know, you can't expect people to give it to you. You know, one thing. Uh, you know, before we even get to it, man, uh, I think we should definitely get into uh, the contract. Okay. So, I have something I want to play to get it, get us going. Give me a second. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Let me, matter of fact, let me pull it back a bit. Uh, for the people that are tuning in, uh, just give them a little a brief description. We are at the verge of going on strike at UPS. Our contract is up. Uh, we are demanding a fair contract, and UPS isn't, isn't playing right. Uh, they're throwing air conditions at us, which we'll probably never see in our career. Uh, they're going to go to the, the hot spots, which I'm, I'm cool with. You know, I'll I'll do what I need to do. But as far as our, our pension uh, and uh, the raises that they're offering us, uh, they're not they're not playing fair. So uh, before we get into that, uh, it's important that people understand that uh, we're not greedy. Okay, we're not we're not asking for we're not asking to be fucking millionaires, but we're asking what we deserve because I, I lost the fucking brother. And I'll talk about that again as we go on to the rest of the segment. But this is a, a statement that our uh, secretary treasurer uh, Sean O'Brien did in front of Congress a couple months ago. So I have that queued up. Constitutionally protected right to organize. So I asked the members of this committee, especially those who co-sponsored Senator Paul's right to work bill, whose side will you be on? How do workers feel about this huge increase in income and wealth inequality and the greed that we're seeing on the part of corporate America? Well, I can tell you, um, my members, 1.3 million members nationwide, um, they provided goods and services to this country probably in the toughest times through the pandemic with total disregard for their safety and the safety of their families when they were going home. They were going out providing 
parcel delivery, providing food distribution, providing rubbish pickup, providing every essential service that we may take for granted at times. And all the while, all these big corporations like UPS, uh, Republic Waste, you know, Kroger's Grocery Warehouses, they were making record profits while our members, in some cases, were losing their jobs. And losing their lives. Losing their lives um, and, and not gaining in some of these profits that, you know, these businesses and these corporations, uh, which my members feel today, that they were taken advantage of. And I think there's a lot of workers, not only unionized workers, but non-union workers that feel the same way. You know, especially in light of what we just came out of. You've asked the You're question. out of line. Let him answer Actually, the I question. Actually, I have Don't tell me I'm out of line. You're out of line. Don't tell me I'm out of line. Well, you, you, you frame, don't tell me. You I'm frame, making you frame, you frame the statement. You frame the statement. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Because you don't you're know what you're talking about. You're going to tell me to shut my mouth? Yes, yeah. I did. All right. Yeah. Hold it. Yes, tough guy. I'm not Senator, afraid of physical. Senator, hold it. But don't sit there and tell me I'm out of line. Because we, we hold greedy CEOs like yourself accountable. You're calling me a greedy CEO. Oh, yeah, you are. You want to attack my salary, I'll attack yours. You're, what did ahead. you make? What did you make when you owned your company? When I made my company, I kept my salary down at about uh, 50000 a year because I invested every penny into it. Okay. All right. You mean you hid money? No, I didn't hide. Oh, oh. hold on a second. Okay, call it. He said that's out of line. You said right, I was out of line. We're even. We're, He's, even. Made, we're not even. We're not even close to being even. You think it's smart? You think you're funny? No, you're you, not. You think you're funny. No, I never said. I, did I smile? You frame, you frame your opening statement. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let, you frame your opening right. statement no, saying you're a tough Senator, continue. This, uh, this Senator, is, please this continue is your statement. But, sir, this is a, I, think, I think it's great that you're doing this because Me too. this shows their behavior on how they try to come in and no, organize I, I, a show. Oh, no. No, and they so, say about intimidation, and it's not about intimidation. This it's they show your behavior. Yeah, stay on the issue. Well, there was our fearless leader. Uh, Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien standing up to the bullies on Capitol Hill trying to union bust us and take away things that that the hardworking Americans deserve. Now, with this contract, right, mm -hmm. we got Hoffa Jr. retiring, O'Brien's at the, the helms, and we got Zuckerman uh, right there behind him. It's, uh, I've heard both sides of different people. I've heard people that were part of the 97 strike, and I've heard people that never been a part of the 97 strike, they're ready to strike, uh, different sides. Uh, what is your opinion? What do you feel? Uh, about what's going on with, with this uh, this contract because uh, it, it's getting to the point where I've said this on the show. I think it's just dog and pony show. They're going to come out with something and we'll, we'll be fine. But recently documents have been released, different documents. We'll get into right. that. But the document that's been posted that I know most positively is true was the counter proposal they gave us uh what what do you feel what, what do you think what's going on so today being what is it june june 29th so my understanding is uh we got less than 24 hours uh sean o'brien has uh told ups that yeah. you know last best uh last bet last best and final offer 
So, I mean, things definitely are going to start getting interesting, you know. Uh, it's kind of like uh, they, they've walked out of the negotiating tables twice already. Um, and obviously things are starting to get heated. You know, we're coming into crunch time. And uh, it's interesting, you know. Uh, am, am, am I prepared to strike? Of course, you know. I think uh, as a union, we should be ready. I think uh, we should always be prepared. Uh, it's a vital tool that we have. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's something that we should necessarily whip out, you know, like it's uh, Halloween candy. But yeah. but definitely, if you if you got it there, if you're gonna if you're gonna show it, you're gonna flex it, you better use it. You know. Yeah. You can't cry wolf and and uh, turn around and be working August first without a contract. Um, definitely, one of the things that he talks about in that video and that audio is is all those years that you know during covid during the pandemic i mean we lost you know lives we were out there we were called essential workers but our pain never reflected that you know uh the harassment never stopped and uh it, it's it's time to pay up it's time to, to say hey you know you made record profits let's get a contract that reflects the hard work that we did during those years is it going to replace the lives we've lost probably not i can guarantee you it's not but uh it, it sure is going to say, hey, look, you know, we, we stand by our workers and, and uh, UPS is showing that right now they, they stand behind their stockholders, their shareholders before their employees, before the people that were actually putting their lives on the lines day in and day out, having to work six day punches, 12 hour shifts. Uh, I remember early on uh, we had centers that were about 90 you know 95 percent on the nine five list you know everybody that was eligible and just signing them off signing them off saying hey people were just hopping on because ups was giving away money because they were just trying to keep afloat from all that volume coming in and all mm -hmm. those record profits and now it's like okay it, it's time mm -hmm. yeah it's uh definitely See the contract that I got was they wanted. This just we're just gonna talk about this, right? Everyone wants me to talk about other things. Part timers getting raises. I'm gonna focus on the basic, right? The basic for the drivers, right? Okay. Uh, I think it was like a two dollars and fifty cent raise over five years, and then they had reverse cola, the cost of living. So what I'm being told is that 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 was true. That's what they're offering. They they basically fucking lowballed this so bad. They basically said, "Fuck you." If I was in that meeting and I got that proposal, I'm fucking crossing over the table and I'm fucking knocking heads, dude. I'm knocking motherfuckers out and going to jail, dude. That's dis fucking respectful. So the fact that we are practicing picketing. Okay, and I know people told me Article 28, you know, UPS could come down on us because uh, we're, we're, we're doing something while we're still negotiating. We should wait until we finish negotiating. At this point, dude, the gloves are off. Gloves are off. Do whatever you need to do. That's why I feel. You disrespect us. We should have we had a contract done fucking in May. They should have already settled it. The fact that they're dragging it out this long and they're doing this shit to us is a slap to the face. They fucking hate us. I've been told people that are in the in the, the rank and file meetings, 
people that are the higher ups, you know, with within the Teamsters, they said the company fucking hates us, and it's 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 fucking bad. It's bad blood. So, when my brother fucking died, right? When my brother died, my brother was a UPS driver out of Whittier, okay? And I know people, uh, new people tuning in. This is for you guys, people that listen to my show every week. Sorry, I got to repeat this because it means a lot to me. Is that my brother died, got COVID, okay, at work, right? My brother didn't drink. He didn't smoke. He was celibate. He was a Christian, lived a, a, a good Christian life. Okay, living with my parents, came, would come home and just hang out. Okay? He went to work knowing that he can get COVID and, and possibly die. But he went to go deliver medicines, to go vaccines. take care of his customers, vaccines. He went and he did that for him because that's the Christian way is, is to uh, – do good for others and when he died that day i'll never forget it i will never forget when i walked into the house and where i got that call when i got out of the shower getting ready to go to work knowing that i could get i had already got COVID. i got covid before for everybody i got it in february and it was rough it was in the bedroom for two for two fucking weeks and it took me uh two months to recuperate uh but the Delta one, the Delta was three weeks long, and that's the one that attacked my, my family. And so he, uh, I remember getting out in the shower, and I, I remember my mom, my mom texting me, your brother's got COVID, you know, he's, and I'm like, okay, and I'm praying, and I'm, I'm just like, you know, just sending good vibes. And I remember getting out of the shower, getting ready to go to work, and my wife's knocking on the door, and I open the door, and she's crying. And I go, what? She goes, your brother, your your brother's your brother's gone. I go, what? But I remember that night before I went to bed, and I was praying for him, and and I was like, what would I do if my brother passed? You know, what would happen if he if he goes? COVID was killing people. And sure enough, the next morning, it it came out of the shower, and like, my whole world came crumbling down. I went straight to the liquor store. I grabbed fucking the biggest bottle and I just started fucking like it just I, I was in shock. I didn't know what to do. And then my mom calls me. She goes, hey, the, the coroner's going to come pick him up. Do you want to come see him before they take him? So I went in the room and. Uh, you know, he was laying there on his bed. So, when it comes to this contract, because he's not the only one that lost his life. There's other people, out, drivers out there, and if, if there is, hit me up. Because there's a big fucking lawsuit coming to these motherfuckers, too. The way they, they, they dragged us into the mud and treated us like shit. Because two days later, his co-worker from the same center died. He Fuck. died at the hospital. And a few days later, a supervisor died. Okay, UPS covered it up. You know how fucked up it was when I get to my, my parents' house and I had just got done seeing them and I'm calling, I'm, call, I'm calling, you know, people and I get a call from fucking UPS and Cerritos. Oh, I just want to know if your brother died, if your brother died. I go, why, why would you call me now? Yeah, he did because they wanted to get him off the books. They wanted to fucking whatever they're doing, their shady shit. I'm like, you couldn't wait a week? You couldn't wait a, a fucking day? 
They were calling me. I go, I'm still fucking crying over my brother who we just found in his bed. And you're calling me to verify if he fucking died. UPS is the first. Those corporate fuckers were the first ones to call me. No supervisors. No, none of his friends. It was fucking corporate. So, oh, I just want to verify, you know. They wanted to take his ass off the books that quick. Fuck you, dude. You know what? Fuck you. Pay us. I Give agree. us what we fucking deserve. We didn't get fucking hazard pay. We didn't go. We didn't go on uh, disability or uh, uh, unemployment and fucking get paid bank, dude. We didn't get paid bank, bro. We fucking went through peak and we fucking pushed through for two years. And this is what you fucking offer us and throw us at the table. So yeah, we got to go on strike. I'm all fucking for it. Fuck them. These pieces of fucking shit, dude. It just pisses me off. Fuck Carol Tomei too, fucking dyke. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're all just numbers to them, you know, and and unfortunately, you know, that's all they look at at the fucking numbers at, you know, their bottom line, their profits, and uh, we we definitely deserve, you know, what our share, and uh, it's it's not gonna, you know, unfortunately, it no matter what they offer us, it's not gonna bring back those that it's we have not, lost. It's not. But I mean it. It's it's a slap in the face what they're offering. Yeah, I wish know? I would have been rank and file in those meetings. I would have fucking said some shit. I would have said something. Put me in, put me in that room. I'll tell them something. All for the investors. All to make all to make. But I'm not asking for a lot, dude. I'm not asking to be rich, but give us what we deserve, dude. And they're not. I mean, even not. even during the pandemic, I mean, some of the stuff that they were giving out. I don't know how it was over in. In Anaheim, uh, over here in, in well, I was in Laguna for a while. Right, too, I remember. Building I remember when. Yeah, I remember. Was I out of Irvine? Center it was. Center? It was out of Irvine. Yeah. Was I out of Irvine? You I were. was, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that. What's his name? Matt uh, Z. Matt, fuck that piece of <laughs> shit, too, dude. Motherfucker, because I was using FMLAs. You know, I was using my FMLAs, yeah. dude. You know, I was get. I would have to leave my house at at seven in the morning. Wake up at six. Leave at seven in the morning. To beat get the there, traffic. To beat the traffic to get there in time. And then I wouldn't get off till 9 because I had to drive farther from Tustin, you know, to the Laguna Hub. Uh, and I wouldn't get home till like 10. And on top of it, I was getting beat. And I was getting, oh, you're getting beat. Like, my numbers took a shit when I went. And I was driving twice the amount of uh, miles. I think my average day on my route when I was in, in Anaheim was 35. I, I jumped it up to, like, 65. Fuck. And I was still getting beat, dude. I was I was getting beat worse. I go, man, you guys' number. I don't, fuck your numbers. And their numbers is their numbers. And that's right. always been in the contract. Like, you can't punish us on, on fucking numbers. Working safe. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, uh, the company definitely only focuses on numbers, you know. Uh, it's, 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 it's sad. You know, you hear all these old timers talk about how great it was before the company went public and ever, ever yeah. since it's just taking a, well, how many of those drivers that are still working with us today, how many of them had, had stock with that? Because I know, I know supervisors that became millionaires just off the stock, just off the stock. How many of these drivers were invested in the stock too? And, and, and they got, they're sitting on money. You know, good for you guys. 
You know, but now it's fucking it's the average house house costs eight hundred grand. And for the people out there saying, "Oh, you just deliver package, go fucking do a route." Here, I'll, I'll fuck. Here's the keys. Go take the truck out. Go do a fucking route. And then, and then, not only give it your best, but then have to come back, come in the next day, and be told that you fucking didn't do shit the day before, mm-hmm. that your numbers suck, that that you got beat, that your over allowed's through the roof, but you killed yourself the day before to make it happen, mm-hmm. and you got to put up with all this harassment and all this bullshit, and now they're looking at you, and you know, it's just how can we squeeze more out of you, you yeah. know? I got, and it, and I got people in corporate, people that I talk to daily, people that are close to me, people I, I grew up with, uh, that had gotten their papers to either take the chance of getting laid off or walk away and we'll give you a severance package. Okay. Uh, this is the division of the access point people the people that go out there and get you the access points uh, they they coordinate that make, make, take care of that they're getting rid of all that and i i got that message about a month ago uh, that ups is getting rid of all of them and someone the person told me goes uh it's because you guys are asking for too much you know they're gonna have to pay out well if you're listening no they're not paying out dude they're greedy. It's just a greedy fucking company that that's that's how they are. They've already gotten rid of I don't know how many people in HR. Everything's uh, automatic. Now, remember, you used to be able to go to HR, knock on the door, and uh, what's your name's o- opening the door. Hey, what's going on, Lisa? Hey, how you doing? Come in. What do you need? Now everything's fucking automated. You got to make an appointment. Uh, they're getting rid of er- everybody, dude. Make a call to the Middle East. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, see, my my uh, my old HR guy in our building, he ended up taking uh, an on-road position. So he's he's actually one of my on-roads. So, I mean, it, it is kind of nice having him there as an on-road just because it's like, okay, you know, if you ever got to pick his brain, he's there. But it's not the same. I mean, it, it's like you said, you know, I used to go to HR and just knock on the door and get things resolved. Now you got to call this guy call that guy and make an appointment when this guy's going to be in the building and it just turned into a hassle and it's all the same money mm-hmm. you know what i had can't believe i passed it i had another i had another thing give me a second let me stop this real quick all right we're recording i had a i have a clip i think i fucking uh i think i over i over recorded over it so it's probably going to be in the background uh, yeah i'm trying to think but it basically the the other audio i had was uh viviana gonzalez she was interviewed by the the ibt teamsters and uh she was uh, talking about you know, air conditioning and stuff like that and so she broke down you know i was teary-eyed because uh it gets fucking hot over there in Palmdale, Lancaster. And so I had that clip. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where the clip, but I think we over to so fuck. All right. It is. It's okay. It's all good.
I, um, know, I know I saw I saw it on uh, I believe I you saw seen it, it on YouTube. Yeah. She's like on her kitchen table or something. Yeah, like she's that. on her yeah. kitchen table. I wanted to play it. I had it here. I don't know where it fucking went. Uh, I had the O'Brien, the O'Brien one. Yeah, I had two of them. So I had the O'Brien one. I don't know where the other one went, dude. It just got re. I think I I talked over it. Ah, uh, oh well. I'll play it next time. I I'll, I'll redo it, dude. I just don't want it to fucking play over this and then hear it. So if you guys hear it, I apologize. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got so we got the we got the pra- strike practice tomorrow in Anaheim. So you got one in Laguna. Yeah, that's what that's what I was told. Okay, so yeah, we got we got to do it. We got we got to do it. We got to show up. We got to. Uh, I know everyone's gonna be ah, oh, while we doing going on strike, while we doing this, but we we. We just gotta do it, man. You know, uh, I'm I'm gonna be there. I'm on I'm on disability, but I'll be there. I'll be documenting uh, with my phone. Gonna go uh, live doing interviews. Yeah, I'm gonna go live. I'll go live with the microphone, and I'll and I'll do. Uh, I'm gonna be you know in Anaheim, but if when we do, if we go on strike, I will be going to different hubs, different sites, yeah, yeah different yeah. hubs, and I'll be. Uh, documenting interviewing you know just just hanging out uh just getting coverage and, and putting it out there uh so no let me ask you this so, so how would that work i mean i my understanding is you gotta you gotta check in at the at the picket line in order to to collect from the ibt i'm on disability brother oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Arizona, I'm going on disability, dog. I guess, uh, you better get your shit get your shit right. I'll tell you this: we we there could be different things. The U, UPS could uh, shut their doors, dude, and and or hire scabs. I mean, who? How many people you think are gonna jump fucking ship, dude, and go work? Because yeah, people need to work, dude. You got to pay the rent. You got to pay the bills. You got a drug habit. What whatever you can fucking addicted to porn, you like fucking hookers or whatever. Uh, how many people are gonna jump ship saying fuck that? But then you get blackballed though, right? Right, right. You definitely get blackballed. I mean, I got a buddy. Uh, he's uh, he's a driver now. He says that when uh, he used to be a, a loader at the time, right after the strike, he he'd have his drop, and uh, he he had uh, three drivers, and uh, one of them crossed. And they'd come in right before start time, and they'd say, "Don't don't load that guy's truck. Fuck that guy." And they'd go in there and mess up his load and just make his life hell, just because he crossed the picket line. Back in '97. Yeah. Really? They still do that to him? Well, they don't do it now. I mean, the guy's long retired, but but right after the strike, you know, once everybody got back to work and whatnot, they tell him, "Hey, that guy." Fuck what that about guy. management? What did management say? It was kind of one of those things where where we police really? ourselves. Damn, yeah. I never heard that. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Yeah, you cross the picket line, dude. You're going to get fucking, I got eggs, fuck it, tomatoes. It's all sitting over there in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just baking in the sun, getting ready to be thrown at, dude. You cross that picket line. I, I actually heard, uh, so, so in Laguna, we got a couple guys mm-hmm. that uh, crossed in 97 that are still around. Mm-hmm. And I heard one of them. My understanding is that uh, so he crossed, and uh, now when you go up to him and you ask him, 
He says, uh, crossing in 97 was one of the biggest regrets of my life. Mm-hmm. And that he regrets it till today. And that, that if we do go on strike, he, he plans on honoring the strike this time. So it, it is it is interesting to see how that mentality has changed, whether it's because you've seen what's happened with the company in the 25 years mm-hmm. or the effects that it had in your life, you know, with your with those around you because you you crossed kind of puts things in perspective. You know, it's it's going to suck, dude. Nobody wants to go on strike. I don't want to go on strike, dude. I don't want I don't want to see anybody. Everybody. I know a lot of people probably live paycheck to paycheck even though we get paid good money everyone's got a mortgage to pay car payments child support buying food and that's gonna get cut so if you don't have that money in the bank or you don't have a nice 401k to be able to take out the emergencies uh it's gonna be tough and and people listen man we we got 340,000 teamsters right our local we will. We got about eighteen hundred UPSers in our local. Something we got about like eighteen hundred yeah. uh, UPSers in our local, and our last meeting we just had, there was a handful of us. Right, you were there. I was there, uh, and everyone's asking questions. There was, oh, what's going on? You know, like I told them, you need to go to the fucking meeting. Like, do you understand the privileges and everything we have, and you guys? have been taking a, a advantage and enjoying the, the fruits of, of the past labor. And now you guys are, Oh, we're going to, yeah, you're going to go on strike. We go on strike, dude. Two weeks. What is that average? Let's just say three grand. That's three grand right there. Just people are going to be pissed. And what's going on? You didn't look at it's your due diligence to go to your meetings. It's once a fucking month, dude. And it's two hours. Go meet your fellow Teamsters. Go meet them. Go hang out with them. Talk to them. People from Albertson, CVS. I've been hanging out with them, going to pizzas, uh, pizza spots, and uh, shout out to Silver. Uh, you know, cool cat man. And I've been meeting these these people that are from my local cool cats, and we have a lot in common. We're we're stronger in numbers than we are in individuals, right? And we got. To come together. We've been we've been spoiled. As UPSers, we've been fucking spoiled. And people, UPSers, you were listening, go to your fucking meetings. Show your strength. Show up. Because there's what, almost nine thousand in, in our, our local now? Nine thousand? Yeah. It's a fucking lot of people, man. I mean, me personally, you know, I, I get I got my buddy that goes with me every meeting, you know, and uh, we grab guys around us to go. And we, we, we've started doing uh, kind of like a little tradition, if you will. And uh, before every meeting, we, we go to Arthur's for breakfast. Yeah. And I was going to go that one day, yeah. but it was Father's Day weekend. I thought it was going to be packed. No, no, no. It's not too bad, you know. Was it? It, it wasn't too bad. That's why I, I we, woke up. I was going to go. Yeah, I was going to go. And I was like, dude, it's Father's Day weekend. I was like, fuck, it's going to be packed. And I, and I think I had some few beers the night before, too. And I was like, oh, fuck, I, I'll just go to the meeting. But, yeah, Arthur's is good food. Yeah, we, we've been doing that. We've been doing that for uh, over a year now, you know, going to Arthur's for breakfast and then going to the hall for the meeting. And mm-hmm. and uh, it really, it 
it brings guys in, you know, it, it really brings everybody together. We all kind of have that little bond before the meeting, kind of, you know, we, uh, we got a lot of UPS guys that are doing it. You know, we haven't really had anybody from outside of UPS, but it's a start, you know, and mm-hmm. and you, you, you bring guys together. We got uh, Jose Negretti from Anaheim. Yeah, he, yeah. He joins us for breakfast. and uh, He's a perro. Yeah, he's a perro, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, we do that, and, and, and you get guys looking forward to it, you know. I, I've had That's guys, cool. hey, you're going to go to the meeting? Hey, I I'll go. I love breakfast, bro. That's that's it right there. I've been on an intermittent diet, so I don't eat breakfast. I go to I work out in the morning, and then I'll have a, a protein shake. Uh, I'll go to like, you know, one of those juice bars and right. do that. But I love fucking breakfast, bro. I I, I love me some breakfast, dude. I, I get myself. What do you uh, get? What do you get? The uh, well, right now, right now, I'm hooked on the corned beef hash. Ooh. With the uh, uh I, we 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 joke around. We call them the 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 Sean O'Brien potatoes. with some scrambled eggs and it comes with some biscuits on the side and uh you know me 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 and chino you know we end up uh we we end up killing about two bowls of gravy each we end up ordering extra extra biscuits and gravy and uh we just smother everything with with i'm a chicken and fried steak type of chicken and fried okay oh yeah i love chicken fried steak dude shit i might go fucking eat after this dude shit yeah some arthur's man definitely hits the spot and yeah and yeah, it brings us together, you know. It 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 gets guys to look forward to going to the meeting, you know. You get yeah, the breakfast. Yeah, we gotta get more guys guys out there, and it's I know it's hard to break your shell and meet new people. Uh, you know, being a podcaster now has even expanded my way of going up to people and introducing myself and stuff like that. Uh, but once you start going to the meeting, you start meeting people. Just extend your hand. You're all your brothers and sisters. I grew up in the church, so. Everyone's your brother and sister. You just go up to them, hey, how you doing? And everyone's nice. Hey, how you doing? And that's what we need to be. You know, regardless of who we voted for, we got to support you know, uh, I, our leaders. I, 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 99% of the time, I'm always standing in the back right by the uh, the soda machine at the hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are always offering me to sit down. But I, I, I choose to stay standing in the I know. Back. I don't like I mean, I personally don't like it. I, I feel like. Uh, it's a t- I feel intimidated when I see all the big dudes back there and they're standing because like I know Silver does that. I don't yeah, know, a lot a lot of other cats do it. Sorry to call you on Silver, but uh, you, you just can't mind. But other cats they sit in the back, you know, and standing up. I'm like, dude, come fucking sit sit in the front row. That's what I I was always taught, you know, is go sit in the front row in college. Sit in the front row. Let the professor see your face. So it becomes between a, a B, B plus or an A minus. You've been in the front row doing your diligence. They give right. you that A minus. So I always sit in the front. Were you there for the meeting recently, uh, the contract, or did you leave after the general meeting? I I left after the general oh, meeting. Okay. I had some stuff to do. You know, I I, I wasn't able to stick around for the uh, the contract update, but I I did did sit for the whole the whole meeting. You know, I'm not gonna lie. You know, those biscuits and gravy were getting to me. You know, it was a little bit of a heavy breakfast. But I know, I know. Jose told me that, too. <laughs> Jose told me, he's like, oh, dude, I got to go home. I was like, dude. I was ready for a nap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't eat like that. Yeah, no, but I, I stand in the back. You know what it does to me? I it. Well, you sat down on the I side. I sat down that yeah. time. Yeah. You had to. Huh? I, I had to. But I like standing up, you know, because I, I get a lot of foot traffic where i stand mm-hmm. so i'm always shaking people's hands oh, okay and, and okay. i've noticed i've noticed that after you know 
after the meeting and whatnot, once everybody's kind of walking around, you, you do get guys coming up to you. Hey, what's up, brother? You know, that's cool. It's yeah, I strategic. got I, I got up to go use the restroom and then like I I started recognizing faces and shaking hands, too. And, and that was cool. But no, I can't stand up, dude. I got to sit down and, and and chill. But yeah, I, I sat up in the front during the the, the contract, uh, you know, information. So, what do you yeah. think? Uh, it's just the, the what what I've been told for people that I that I respect uh, is that the app is really open of what what's going on, right? They're really giving you up to date, uh, and so we we got to trust the process, but things are going good. Everyone wants to know what's going on. They want all the cheese, man. Uh, but we got to be diligent. Just, just hold it and understand. You know that this is this is a, a process, and uh, it it is it is nerve wracking. But we got to be able to uh, just just stay calm. You know, just do what we need to do because. You know, I'm coming from my part of what has happened to me. You know, you understand? I I, I lost a brother, but I, my my parents were in the hospital because they got sick, and they were in the hospital for over a month. We had to put my brother on ice to bury him. My dad, my mom got out first. My dad was uh, incubated. You know, uh, supposedly he he was on the oxygen, uh, came out. Two days later, his lungs collapsed. He had to go back in the hospital. And so when we, he came out, both my parents were in wheelchairs. And they're in their early 60s at this Fuck. time, dude. So when it comes to this negotiation and what we're doing, I will be for a strike. I'm not asking to get rich, right? We got that fake... There's a fake thing going around that O'Brien Op said we were going to get twenty dollars uh, over the next five years, right? There's that there's that fake uh, contract going around. That's what he wanted. He went, we're going to get twenty. Uh, that one's fake. Okay, that that one's fake. They're not. He's not asking for for twenty across the board, right? Right. It'd be uh, car washers. Uh, Porters, uh, part-timers, like we'd be broke, right? Uh, so we we have to negotiate and and fair faith, right? And so we UPS isn't doing that, and that's why O'Brien O'Brien's pushing it. Uh, so we got to support them. And so, go ahead. So so let me ask you this, you know, kind of kind of going a little off subject. Yeah. So so I know I know you know you, you like UFOs and you're into like, you know, the conspiracies and you like, you know, you like touching on stuff like that. Would you kind of prefer it the way it is then? You know, where it's kind of like you're getting these leaked sources kind of like trying like a mystery, like trying to see what's what's legit. Is that more up your alley or would you have preferred? Hey, I'm on the phone. Hey, dog, I, you get my wife says you're the biggest cheese muscle I've ever uh, you, you're you're more cheese muscle than it. I says no. I go to research. Right. I'm calling people and I'm on the phone. I'm getting their opinions. Is this what's going on here? What? Because I want to get the people 
the right information. Information. I don't want to sit here on my show and give you false information. You know, so I'm I'm on the phone. I'm talking to people and people that are the higher up, high ups and and they're doing things. So I like to get my information and then come up with my own opinion when it comes to what's going on. Right. Uh, one thing I've always lived by is believe nothing you hear and half of what you see. Okay. Right. So I kept getting these stuff and I, I sent it to people. I sent it to them. They call some people call me pissed. What the fuck you sending me this shit for dog? What the fuck? And then I get fucking a earful and I, okay. And I hang up and call other people or, well, you know, so I hear different things, uh, that, it's, yeah, it's like the UFO, UFO type stuff, you know. Uh, I have vi- I have video. There's a UFO sitting up on top of the, the house. I have the video. I'll show you after. Yes, yeah, so, the airport. So, yeah. So, so you like the way it's like where it's like it's leaking, kind of gets you like, all right, you know, I gotta gotta well, look into it. Uh, no, this one kind of upsets me because I could easily make a fake contract on my computer right. and fucking make it go viral. I could do that, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm right. Not that right. Evil, but people are out there doing that. And the people that are out there that are doing that, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you, you know. Choke on a fucking dick. Don't do that shit. You know, people people love destruction and chaos because they're upset with the, how their lives are going. And I've realized that over the times dealing with certain people telling me all oh, the union, all oh, the, oh, this, all oh, their, oh, did you know, it's like, dude. You know, like, come on, dude. You know, everyone's got fucking sins. Everyone's got got problems, you know. Uh, no one's fucking perfect. You know, no no one's perfect. We all make mistakes. We all get a chance to redeem myself. I had to redeem myself so many times. I'm still redeeming myself. But it's like, as soon as someone makes a mistake, we're on top of it. Going, oh, look at, oh, hey, oh. Very hey, pessimistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and we got to learn to uh, forgive each other and uh, grow. And look at man, we're stronger when we're all together than we're separated. And the company implements their people, dude, to fucking grow. We got Union Busters. Look at Amazon going on right now. We got Union Busters going on. Uh, it, it's ugly over there. We got Lancaster. Oh, no, no, my bad. Palmdale, and then this past weekend, San Bernardino, they're picketing, and then I think uh, up north was a Sacramento, no, San Francisco, San Francisco. I think they just went went uh, on strike too. So uh, the labor movement's moving. Labor movement's moving. It, it's great time to be part of the labor movement. I don't even know how this podcast got involved with the labor movement. I want to talk about fucking aliens, dog. <laughs> but you know, I'm excited for what's going on. Excuse me. Before I get you out of here, you know, I, I didn't want to uh, talk about local business, but I want to get your your opinion, right? We we have a contract or not a contract. We have a, a proposition as far as called uh, strike fund, right? Mm-hmm. Strike fund. Uh, I think it's a good idea. I think it's it's good uh, that we're. we're producing one because there's a lot of people in our local a lot of company we have a lot right we have a lot dude i mean i have the list i, I, I should have it out here 
but it's not just UPSers, it's not just CVS, Albertsons, uh, OCTA, uh, Southern Wines. It, it's a lot, and a lot of those people have contracts that are considered called white contracts, where if they do go on strike, they're not going to get the funds from the IBT. Something like us, if we go on strike, we're getting funds from IBT. We're getting funds uh, if if you were going on strike, if you're in our local, you would get the funds from our local. So my thing is uh, I'm all for it, but I think there are things that need to be tweaked. tweaked. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, uh, you know, we, we – we have it right here in front of us, you know. Yeah, and go I'm ahead. Not... I got to take a piss. Go ahead okay. and go do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I personally, you know, there, there's some wording in here that, you know, I would uh, modify, you know. But I, I, I do think the intent of it is it, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I see the benefit. I see, I see why it's being proposed. But I, I definitely do think that uh, this uh, July 8th, I believe, uh, we have the opportunity to go up there and discuss it and uh, put our two cents in, whether it's it's uh, UPSers, grocery, uh, Southern Wine and Spirits, uh, freight, whoever it may be, linen, and uh, definitely put in our, our two cents uh, what, what we like and what we don't like. I think that's the great thing about, you know, our union as a whole, that we have the opportunity to discuss things and uh be able to bring our ideas, our concerns to the table and uh, and grow and, and uh, you know, have our disagreements, but be able to have the membership uh, go out there and vote and, and as a whole make a decision, you know, let the majority decide what's what's going on. But like me personally, I, I definitely think there's things that need to be tweaked on there. I mean, there's, there's language on there that uh, I'm not 100% okay with. Uh, um, I've done the math uh, on on some of the stuff, and and for me personally, it's 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 going to be interesting what what gets discussed at this next uh, special meeting. I believe it's it's uh, July July eighth uh, down at the hall, and uh, I keep telling everybody, you know, make sure you're out there if uh, you can, you know, talk a big game, and we got our keyboard warriors, and we got all these guys out there running their mouth, but. If you're not willing to show up and uh, discuss it, then then what what good is it putting negativity or your opinion out there if you're not actually gonna come out and 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 express yourself uh, and uh, of course ultimately vote? Um, I don't know if if there's gonna be room for improvement. You know, maybe you know be able to modify the language while we're discussing it, debating it, whatever you want to call it. You know, at the next meeting. Uh, I think, I think that may be something that, that, I mean, I'm hoping for, I'm hoping that we can go up there and say, Hey, you know what, let's, let's change this. Let's, let's change that. But, you know, like I was saying, you know, it's, it's important. Everybody shows up, expresses their concerns and, and most importantly votes. We got, I would, I would want to see who's next in our local, their contracts are about to expire. Right. Let, let, let's get that. Let's get that down. Because you're talking about a lot of money. Right. Let's say, uh, how many members? You get your phone with you? Well, everybody, phone everybody says. 9,000. Well, we got 9,000 members. Right. You want 70, $75 and over three-month uh, increments. Uh, what does that add up to? 670, 675000 or is it like 725 
think it was like seven. Yeah. So, do you so, have the exact number of uh, members? I, somebody told me nine thousand. I, I don't have the exact number. Uh, I do know that based off, uh, you know, the last couple meetings, the number being thrown out there, mm-hmm. ninety-five hundred strong. Okay. So, so I'm willing to I'm willing to say ninety-five hundred. You know, that's the number that gets thrown out there a lot. So, assuming it's ninety-five hundred, let's just do nine thousand. Okay. It, yeah, we'll, we'll do nine thousand times it by seventy-five. I think it's like six something. Times seventy-five, yeah, it's uh, six hundred and seventy-five thousand. Yeah, six seventy-five, and then let's do a year. We do a year, so then cancel that and do ten dollars a month by nine thousand. So ten, so ten, ten times not nine thousand. That's nine times twelve. Ten, ten times. Okay, so yeah, ten, ten times nine thousand. So that's okay. That's ninety. Yeah, and times we're gonna it by go 12. ahead and multiply that by twelve. So that's a uh, a million. Okay, then add six thousand seven hundred twenty-five dollars. So that's one year. So that's one million seven hundred and fifty-five thousand. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, just us here at UPS. I mean, you're talking about. Uh, and what's the average of going on strike? A uh, week. Two weeks? Last time it was 15 days. But, I mean, what guarantees we're going to do that? Yeah. I mean. Well, for us, for us, the IBT takes is taking care of. Right. UPS is taking care of. But how, even the, going even to that, how long do, uh, is that in our bank account? Because you're talking about 340,000 employees, uh, $500 a week. That's for the full-timers. And right. Probably half for the full-timers. How long is that going to last? Because I don't know how big our, our general fund is for the IBT. Right. Do you know? I mean, they've thrown it out there. Um, what, do you, I, what do you remember? I, I, I don't remember the exact number. I know it's been thrown out there, but uh, I'm sure it fluctuates, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you got all these other companies out there. So, I mean, it, it it's not – I wouldn't imagine it being reserved solely for UPSers. Yeah. You know, you got you got. But how the long would guys. it last for us to – Who knows? Who really knows, you know? I mean, you you're talking about nationwide. Yeah, you know, I mean, here, here, here with us, you're, you're talking uh, 12 months. You multiply that by 10. That's a uh, hundred, 120 bucks. You multiply those 120 by uh, the five years, which is our five-year contract. That's 600 bucks that you're contributing every five years into this strike fund. You know, is that, you know, 600 bucks more every five years? Well, I know we pay as. Because I've been asking around other locals, how much do you pay as UPSers? Uh, we pay what, 104, right? Yeah, something like that. 104 yeah. for the team. Well, yeah, 104, right? Yeah, oh, he, he's covered. He would It's 104. Uh, so then we would pay an extra 10. It'd be 114 a month. Does it say in the contract that we're going to be able to use that too? Because we're already getting IBT. Are we, we going to be able to use that too? Is it for well, us? Well, based, well, these are questions that are going to be asked. Right. right? I mean, I mean, co- common common sense is not 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 if we go on strike this year. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, not not Let's this just year. Say in five in years. five years. I mean, ba- based on the language, I mean, we should be able to, pending that you're eligible. So then we'll be able to get a full paycheck. I wouldn't say a full paycheck. Well, was if the IBT is going to pay us uh, one fifth, right? 
five, five times your union dues. Yeah, five times your union dues. My bad. One fifth, five times. Uh, so that's five hundred bucks. Uh, how much? How much is going to be dished out yeah, based on this the, fund? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what it says here is that uh, the committee. Uh, let's see the committee. Let me give you the exact verbiage. It says. Uh, the secretary treasurer and the executive board should have the final authority to determine the amount, level, timing, and structure of the benefits to be provided by the strike fund. So he could say no. He can say no. We can say hundred bucks a week. Yeah, I gotta reward that. Gotta I mean, reward and, but that. these are all things that you know we no. I'm we not, can yeah, bring to the I'm table saying, and debate. I'm saying I'm you know? for a strike fund. Right. I'm for my brothers and sisters to to protect them. I understand that. Uh, but you gotta tweak it. You gotta you gotta you gotta change some things, right? Uh, my number one question with the strike fund, because this this is not me; it's for other people too. It's what you've been hearing. What? what okay, let me tell you this. Uh, first, I'll say me. Right, I'm gonna say me. This is how I feel. Why now? Why now? Why are we doing this now? Why can't we wait until after our contract's done? Okay, because we're not going to be able to do anything right now with 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 this strike fund. We're not going to be able to do anything. We're we go on strike. That's it. It, it doesn't matter. It's going to take months for this to even go. So why throw that at at us now? You know why do this now? Why couldn't we wait to the beginning of the year? And build it up. I know that he's been, they've been talking, excuse me, talking about it. They've been talking about it, and I'm cool. I'm cool with it. But why now? Why throw it in there now? That That's my, my question. The s s second thing is that people that have not been going to meetings, not being informed, are asking now, like, uh, is this strike fund for us? You know, or we we're going to get paid for the strike fund because they don't understand uh, the things that's going on around them. They they been like I talked about earlier, uh, enjoying the 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 fruits, uh, the benefits of of the past hard labors, right? And so they people are thinking like it's going to be for them. It UPSers, it's not going to be for you. This is going to be down the road i've also heard guys say well if if uh if we don't strike do i get my money back you know and it's like hmm. simple stuff like that 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 if you were to attend these meetings if you were to go and educate yourself you you'd you'd know no i was just giving thumbs up you sleeping or what massaging <laughs> <laughs> his feet <laughs> hey i'll get you a masseuse next time dog <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah, you should go back. There's a, there's an episode you had, you know, some good massage parlors that we can take you to. <laughs> yeah, hey, he, he knows. <laughs> In Laguna, I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, we got – so you guys going to do one tomorrow too? Yeah, that's, that's the word. That's what really? I've been hearing. Yeah. I mean – They're not really social media – our local's not really social media type. They should hire someone to do social media full time. Uh, 396 does. Okay. Yeah, I, I I got his information. I've met with him. We've talked on the phone. Uh, he's supposed to come on my show, but he's like, I, I got to handle business first. So 
Yeah. Uh, we could talk about social media and talk about cameras and fucking plugging shit in. Uh, the thing about yeah, social media, should. though, it's it's a sticky subject. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's in the it's in free avenue. It's like a newspaper. Right. That's the way I look at it. But you got to have the right person doing it. You don't want to have somebody that's going to be a liability that's out there. Yeah, that's that's that persuade to put both certain shit. Right. Yeah. You know, you you can't you can't push one product and 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 have the opposing product uh, not being put out there. I feel. Yeah, I think about it too. I go, oh, do I post this? Because people are gonna, certain people are gonna think about certain way, and and I had to break out of that. I said, you know what? I'm gonna post whatever I feel within the certain realms, you know. And then if you, you it is what it is, right? Right. I posted the one with the orca because you know the 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 pilots that work for UPS wrote a letter and they right, say right, you know, right, we right, stand right. with. Uh, the UPSers, you know, on strike if they go on strike, and so I posted the one with the orca. It's like we posted, you know <laughs> what I mean? And so pe- people, the older older cats, they don't want to go on strike. You know, it, it's always been the contracts always been taking care of the older cats, and I'm on consider an older cat too, a veteran, twenty five years. You know, it's always been taking care of uh, part timers though. They want to be taken care of too, uh, and I think they deserve it as well. And we could go on. We could go into that a little bit if you want. But I mean, I I, I agree that they need to be taken care of. Um, yeah. You know where where do we start as far as you know the financial and some of the rights and stuff like that? I I don't. I mean, I'm a driver and I'm not trying to talk down or anything like that. But I mean, I personally wouldn't know where to begin with. You know, like like my I started working at UPS and once I heard about you know what drivers make and what the drivers can do and whatnot that was the goal to become a driver yeah but but i know lifetime guys you know mm-hmm. you know jose he's been on your show multiple times mm-hmm. i know that he feels more passionate and stronger for the part-timers because he's you know what you consider a, a part-time you know a lifetimer mm-hmm. you know and i know a bunch of guys over in laguna are the same way and you know it's it's interesting when you sit down with them their concerns their you know, we we deal with all these issues as drivers, but we don't really see what what their struggle is, and and it's not not our fault per se. So I mean, I I, I think they deserve a fair contract. I think they deserve a a, a livable livable wage. You know, and uh, like like ninety seven strike part time America doesn't work. I mean, you're you know what's inflation right now? The cost of living here in California. Well, I don't understand why UPS doesn't go fucking twenty four hours, especially in Anaheim. And they give these guys fucking working eight-hour shifts. That's fucking three shifts. And give them the eight hours and give them, cap them out, whatever. But, yeah, obviously you can't make as much as drivers. Right. Right? You know, that's a, that's a different level. Right? If you've never been behind a car, uh, a truck, and, and with the diet board, it, it's different things. Right? Someone who's flying a, flying a private jet, I mean a, 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 a fighter jet, Compared to somebody driving a car, there's different levels. You know, it's harder to fly a jet than it is to drive a car, obviously, but you're getting trained. Right. Uh, same thing with the part-timers. You know, but I think there's opportunities. I thought we were going to go Monday. We are going to do full seven days. I think that's coming. And I think it should have to keep up with Amazon and stuff like that. It would it would create more full-time jobs. Uh you know, cr- create uh, uh, more opportunities, you know, 
I don't know. I don't know what what direction uh, UPS is heading, but well, the, we could definitely do something like that. The the issue though becomes with the volume, because uh, see, sure post. No, not necessarily the shirt post per se. I mean that that is extra volume, and and based on what's being leaked, we're gonna have uh, new new uh, regulations as far as what goes to the shirt post, and we're trying to divert the volume back to us to have our guys delivering it. But you look at Amazon; everybody likes to compare us to Amazon. Well, Amazon, you know, you you place an order right now, Amazon just reaches back and picks it out of the warehouse mm -hmm. and brings it on over. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, yeah. us as, as UPSers. We got to go pick up the goods after they've already the order's been placed. We go pick it up, bring it back, transport it, and have somebody else delivering. It's not we can't just reach in and grab something and have it at your door the next day. Well, Amazon doesn't have that pickup pickup ability, right. right? They're not going to Target and picking up. Right. They're not going uh, J.C. Penney's or Macy's. You know, we do that. We pick up and then we deliver. Amazon's mostly shit from China. Right. People are ordering shit from China and, and selling their shit. I, I deliver to Amazon little small warehouses and returning their shit. I, I've done it. And so they're, they're scheme. They'll never take over the, the, the business of UPS. They're not in the business to pick up envelopes, businesses that need get notaries taken out and stuff like that. They'll never take over that. Uh, they're in the business of delivering cheap Chinese goods to people that need it now. Like if I need a USB cable or HDMI cable or uh, uh, something for my my uh, lawnmower, I can have it here tomorrow. You know, but everything comes from China. Right. So, uh, you know, it's nothing wrong with it, I guess. But even them, they deserve. They deserve. They a fair deserve a nice, nice contract too. And uh, they're they're on strike over there in uh, Palmdale and uh, San Bernardino, and I think now in San Francisco. So we'll see. The labor movement's moving, bro. I mean, I I, I like it. I mean, I I, I see guys, and uh, you know, some you, you you talk to these Amazon guys, and they're like, oh well, you know, f this, f that. I'm not getting paid, and and it's like, okay, so you're you're half-assing your job, but you're expecting. You know, somebody to organize for you. Right. Organize for yourself. Right. Take take pride in what you do. And, yeah. I, and I get it. You're, you know, you're getting a ship pay and whatnot as as an Amazon driver. But it that's what it takes. It takes, you know, rather than than taking your frustration out and in, in your quality of service. Why not? Why not organize within? You know, like you're saying, you know, why not? Why not say, hey, rather than rather than leaving shit you know up your driveway instead of at your door why not take it out and say hey let's come together and 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 organize and demand a contract and and you know become a union you know i'm sure you've talked to a lot of guys mm -hmm. i mean i've seen you going live at some of these rallies in amazon you know and it's like hey man these guys it's 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 refreshing it is it is and it's fucking hard you know what i mean you, i'm i'm comfortable just kicking back watching fucking movies and chilling in my house dude relaxing but uh i got everything that's happened to me uh i gotta get out there right i gotta get out there and, and you get one shot at this right we get one life at this what are we gonna do with our with with it we're gonna sit there and collect money and just 
whatever, or are we going to get out there and, and push and, and make a difference? Because, yeah, they're making millions of dollars. Jeff Bezos, he's on I, uh, TRT, HGH. He's with fucking married to Lauren Sanchez, or she looks like a plastic doll, you know, and, and driving fucking fancy boats, living like they're 007. He was about to buy a football team. I mean, you got I'll money like that. Football, you know. You know, Elon Musk, uh, Zuckerberg doing jujitsu and all this, and I get it, dude. You guys made good money. They're smart. They had an idea, and I get it. But how much fucking money do you need? Give back. You know what in, I mean? Give invest back. Invest in your people. Open up and give back, dude. But you're not, because let me tell you. My brother, my brother saved, he invested, and he was worth a lot of money when he passed. He didn't get to take it with him. Right. These motherfuckers need to understand. It doesn't matter if you have trillions of dollars. When you leave this earth, you're not taking it with you. And I don't know why they think that they're going to be able to take it with them. Uh, uh, that's another conspiracy theory we can get into later down the road. But, uh. That that's my piece, man. But before we get out get out of here, you got anything else you want to say, dog? Uh, go out there, organize, stay involved. You know, make sure make mm-hmm. sure. Uh, you know, we got it's crunch time. You know, it's it's it is crunch time. You know, we we got to go out there, put our differences aside. You know, come together as one. You know, all the bickering, the beefing, all that shit. You know, we can do that later. But right now, we got a contract that's about to expire, and we yeah. got. We got to come together as one, you know, and yeah, and, uh, you know, you, you see people trying to get the politics in. We, we got to keep that shit out for now, you know, and and uh, be involved. You know, we, we got we got this uh, the strike fund that we got to talk about in house. We got. Yeah, we got the contract coming up, you know, whether it's the practice picket line tomorrow or or other events being held, uh, you know, not only here at 952 at our respective yards but but across the country you know um be informed you know uh listen to podcasts like these you know and 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 there's other you know roswell hub and you know stay informed you know go out there and and educate yourself because you the last thing you want to do is is be at the picket line and not know why you're you're picketing not know why you're on strike yeah yeah. Also, shout out to Off the Clock Shock Top. They're doing things for a local 952, too. So give them a, give, I'm going to give them a shout out, too. Uh, they're doing their thing. Um, but once again, man, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raider State Podcast. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys, man. I will see you next week. Fourth uh, of July weekend. I'm fucking busy. I like it. I like it when I'm saying busy. Uh, but I'll be back to hey, dude. Once again, Kevin, thank you so much, Kevin Garcia. How can people get a hold of you if they want to uh, follow you on? Uh, on any, uh, you social can follow media? me on on Instagram. I don't I don't do Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, uh, big underscore K underscore G. Uh, you know, I post a lot of stuff about my car. I post a lot of mm-hmm, stuff out mm-hmm. there like that. You know, uh, did you bring it today? I did not. Uh, yeah, I did not. I worked on it today, but I, I did not bring on it. I took it out of Pomona last weekend, but. But I'm trying to get her ready, you know. Uh, I took her to the rally. I don't know if, if anybody saw her out there. Uh, you know, it's a 
It's like a gunmetal gray 1949 Chevy style line, deluxe. Yeah, show uh, me a picture again. Yeah. He showed me last time. Yeah, it was it was out there at the uh, at the, the contract rally on uh, on the 17th. Okay, okay. Yeah, I had it out there trying to get her ready, trying to make sure, you know, you know, next rally I have her out there. It's it helps, you know, it shows it shows that hey, you know, like hey, uh it draws the attention and when you slap, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. you know, pay up UPS sign on it, it 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 shows that we're here, that we're ready. They fucking better fucking pay up. Yeah, it's gonna get ugly, man. But we'll talk soon, dude. We'll, we'll talk, talk soon. soon. Uh, once again, man, it was an honor having you on the show. Uh, all my listeners on IG, I love you guys, man. Everybody listening on audio, I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm out. Peace. Yeah.